All right. Well, the big red button has been pushed, and we hey guys, <laughs> we are we are off and running here. Mom, how are you doing? Sound like Tom Brady after uh, a game. Hey, mom. I'd just like to say hi to my beautiful wife and kids. Hi, mom. Hi, I mom. wish I really had a wife and kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Scott. <laughs> then, then they would. I would have to have friends. I would have. 100 kids, so I'd have 100 friends. Yes, push me to the edge. All yes. my friends are dead. I'm like a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it's really uh, going down a weird hole. Um, it's February 10th, and three days ago, uh, the greatest man in uh, sports history got his seventh Super Bowl championship. The greatest winner. Of all team sports, the greatest player in all of sports. But you, can, it, you might you might say Michael Jordan, the greatest winner. Just put it at the winner. Just, okay. Just well, put, we're gonna put it at the winner for team sports. Nobody, give, nobody gives a shit I'll about. I'll say that greatest well. human. Okay. Ever. Yeah, I, that that I can get behind as well. Yes, he won his seventh uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh, so I don't like how my face is kind of cut down. Don't bring your face fully on. Oh, and yeah. he did it without the coach Bill Belichick. He did it with the idiot. Bruce Arians, who self-admittedly said, I did nothing. I was going to say. He, right. he, he, props to him for recognize, recognizing his place on the kind of the hierarchy. There goes Brady. Um, then it goes Shaq Barrett. <laughs> there goes Brady, Shaq Barrett. Gronk, Gronk might go in there. Yeah. Um, I put JPP. I put the two linebackers. And then Godwin, Mike Evans... Brady, any of those guys. Um, and then I give Bruce Arians credit for when they were 7-5, he just pretty much said, I'm going to let Brady coach the team. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm out. And then, well, so order of operations for today's show. We'll get into the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl 55. Item A, Super Bowl. Item B, end of the show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So we'll start with the Super Bowl. Let's talk about the game. First, and then I'll talk about what it means for Brady. For for those of uh, maybe our younger viewers who don't understand what this really means. So first of all, the game. Um, I think the game, pretty much you say, what was the dagger or what was put on ice? You know, of course, Devin White's intercepted. Patrick Mahomes thought it was uh, Devin White's pick at the very end. The game was long over before uh, that. Who picked it? Who's the first pick? Um, it was uh, Winfield. It was Winfield Jr. Did they, did they score a touchdown on that? Um, I'm not sure, but I think the Buccaneers this entire postseason scored a ton of points off of turnovers. But the game, when it was right before half, and Brady loves to do this, and you know this by now, he'll, he'll take a shot near the end of half, and he'll try and get the big play, or he'll try and get the pass interference. And when they got the ball back, I think it, what was the score? It was 14 to 6. 14 to 6. And I remember because Matt Toro had uh, had done the Super Bowl squares and he needed um, a 7 and a 6. And so he's like, man, this is perfect. The Chiefs just scored a field goal. Now the Buccaneers have a minute and one right. second left. They'll go down and they'll get a field goal. And then Brady takes a shot deep to Mike Evans, who there was pass interference, but. God bless Mike Evans because he did another great job of, uh, of tripping it. and selling it. Okay, um, and that really got them into position for for that touchdown. And there was also another ticky tack pi call on the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. But 
the uh, weren't the Chiefs. The Chiefs have been handsy all year, so they got what they deserved. Yeah, it's kind of like this. Kind of felt like the Patriots um, in twenty seventeen when they kind of got away with some. Remember the the Steelers game where Jesse James had the ball at the goal line. Yes, and it was called a, a uh, incomplete pass. And the Super Bowl, some of those plays were then turned over and called touchdowns. Right. That just kind of feels like that. So they got what they deserve. Also, they're the Chiefs, so you can't really uh, stand behind them. However, let me go take you back a little ways. In that drive, I told you, Andy Reid, you still can't trust them. Mm-hmm. Right? And guess what happened? They called a timeout on – they called two timeouts. There was about a minute left to go. On the first down – Draw slash shotgun handoff. Right. That went for no yards. Well, they call the timeout, so that's understandable. Yeah. How many timeouts did they have at the beginning? There was three timeouts that they had right at the beginning of that set of yep. that drive. And then was it I? Who was it that took it eight yards to set up the third and two? And it was Godwin. 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 Yes. Yeah, so and then timeout again. It was third and two. That's a little risky. Think yeah. of it this way: If you're a Chiefs, if you're on the Chiefs, you're getting the ball at the start of the second half, and you'd be down by one possession, right? That that's perfect, right? That you're the you you know you spend all this money on both sides of the ball. You figure that you'd be able to get a stop, and um, yeah. Also, the uh, I'm realizing teams are just stupid. The, the idiot quotient all the way around. Uh, don't let them get behind you at the end of the half. Yeah, Kevin King, don't do it for Green Bay. Uh, who's the jabroni for Kansas City that tripped up Mike Evans but didn't really? Yeah, I mean, Evans was open. He was it Charvarius? I, in my, I don't know. Either way, um, I don't think they realize that they're going to take a shot and they want to go down the field. They want to get, you know, 30 quick yards. Yep. Um, and that penalty honestly helped them because had they, I mean, you can speculate all you want. Had Evans caught that, he would have probably gotten tackled inbounds. Correct. If anything. That penalty was huge because it stopped the clock. And yep. they got... You know, 30 yards minus and got to keep another 15 seconds on the clock. And then I think the great part was to cap off that drive, you get Antonio Brown running this little snag route, right? Right. It's pretty much the reverse of what uh, Edelman did for his Super Bowl 49 touchdown, the whip route. Antonio faked out, comes right back in, and a per- that, that was a bullet low throw. Right. Antonio Brown... And I think that right there kind of really flipped the momentum. And here's the other momentum shift. I think when they stopped the when the Chiefs stopped the Buccaneers at the goal line on the fourth uh, in goal. And by the way, I don't know why you're running Ronald Jones there at the goal line. I'd rather run Leonard Fournette. I'd but rather you imagine run, if they I, if they stopped him, then win 99 yards the other way. I'd rather run Tom Brady. Yeah, I'd, rather, <laughs> I'd rather run Tom Brady because we've been watching Tom Brady for a long time, and I was saying it, uh, and I was actually wrong. On the fourth and goal, Brady lined up in that sneak stance that, you know, if you've watched Tom Brady, you've seen for many years. If he's under center, he's usually, his feet are parallel right next to each other. And when he's in his sneak stance, he's usually a little bit staggered under center so he could get, like, a push leg. I mean, Jones, it looked like, I said at the time, it looked like he had a chance if he just kind of died. Like, he went in standing straight up to that. Yeah. If he just went low, I feel like he could have just, all he had to do was get to the, the first one. White blade of grass. Yeah, yeah, and you know what I mean? You wonder if Leonard Fournette would have scored. But then the Chiefs pick up a first down. Right, a quick little play over the middle to Tyree Kill. Right. And then the... Uh, um, the shank punt by Townsend. Well, no. Who do they tell you is always soft? Who's kind of overrated? Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, third yeah. down. Mahomes, who I think uh, statistically 
had a very bad game. Mm. Just like statistically, he didn't have a great Super Bowl last year, but I still think. I don't think a lot of this, you can blame a lot of the Super Bowl on Patrick Mahomes. You can blame some of them. I will. You, can, you know, I, I know, and I, I'll blame him too. He hasn't had the best Super Bowl. Oh, Andy Reid, a lot of blame. And that head co- and that offensive coordinator that everyone thought should be getting a job. The enemy. The enemy. How about no adjustments made by the Chiefs? It felt like their offense was, was backyard tackle. football, and they made no ch- How about a, just set the screen out to Hill and let him run around? Because every time Hill got the ball, it still felt that he could take it 80 yards to the house. Why were they playing like, oh, let's run every, let's run Jet 2-3 Wasp every single play? Maybe you don't have time for that. Maybe you have to say, hey, wait, our guys can run other routes besides, you know, being 35 yards on the field. Maybe we make an adjustment. One thing I've noticed with the Chiefs, too, and you're going to look at the, the box score and say, oh, they ran it well. And I understand why they don't. Because they have Patrick Holmes and Kelsey and Hill and all these guys. But the, the, the biggest thing, and this is what happened in Super Bowl 42, is the Patriots couldn't protect them. They had, Brady had no time. The front seven got home. The front four got home, I told you, yep. before the game. I'm like, if the Bucks are going to win, it's because the front four is going to terrorize Patrick Holmes. And he got killed at the end. He was, yeah. he was getting crushed. I was like, he might... I told you, I'm like, they might be worried about him if he gets a serious injury and he has to miss time next year because he's literally getting shelled. You were talking about benching him the last three minutes of the game, four minutes of the game. I'm like, he... You're you're really putting him in serious trouble right there. Um, Who took the, more abuse, Mahomes in the Super Bowl or... Brady in the AFC Championship game at Denver in 2015. Oh, Brady. <laughs> that, was yeah. bad. that was really bad. That was bad. <laughs> that was really, really bad. That was the worst I've ever seen. But the, um, but the Chiefs offensive line, right? right. You, you have the tackles out, so you move, what, the right guard over the right tackle, and you know you fill in for the right guard, and you move, you just put someone else in for left. So it was mixing and matching on the offensive line. But at the end of the day, you talk about Reed's clock management. How about reading the enemy? Like I said, how do you not make any adjustment? Because instead of them getting the ball out quick, you know, or changing up, saying, all right, let, let's throw a couple slants, throw a couple screens, it became Mahomes, run back 20 yards first, yeah, and then make your throw. That doesn't, why? So in the, in the um, kind of the idea of these quarterbacks, you know, we, earlier in the year, we kind of put quarterbacks into different categories, right? Yeah. Had the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady kind of stand back, drop back, three step drop, get it out quick. Then there's Rodgers, Wilson, and Mahomes. All mm-hmm. three of those guys are in the same category. You watch them play, you can say, okay, these guys are going to extend the play, run around, get the ball out. They're going to make something crazy. Um, and Mahomes obviously is just absolutely phenomenal at it. Yep. But when you go against. When you have seven guys back there on defense covering up everyone and there's the front four screaming at you, time is not your your friend, right? right. Five seconds is not good. You're going to get killed if you're back there for five seconds. When we watch Brady or any of these other, like Peyton Manning, um, anybody who goes against a defense that can rush four really well, they get the ball out under two seconds. They yep. know exactly where they're going. And I don't think... Mahomes right now in his development, and I think he said as much. I too, he doesn't really pre-snap read plays. You still see Andy Reid calling up all this crazy crap. Correct. That you know, 
okay, it's going to be a quick slant over the middle to Tyree Kill. He knows it's going to be there. Tyree Kill's the fastest player in the league. You know he's going to be open, so he's going to hit him over the middle. But there's never, ever, ever anything to where Mahomes is going to say, okay, I'm going to motion Kelsey over to the right, have him run a little, like, you know, switch with, you know, Hill, and I'm going to get it out to him immediately and set it up that way. I don't think Rodgers does that very much. I mean, he did. He's starting to do it now. And I don't know if Wilson does it either. Yeah. Right? They still, it's all post-snap. It's all post-snap. Um, that's how we've seen. Here's the other thing, too. Yeah. Just to keep going along with this kind of comparison, yeah. Uh, Rogers and Wilson, and now Mahomes have all had a decent amount of injury history where they've been banged up because they've extended plays. Yeah, they've got to kill. Garoppolo's done that to a lesser extent as well, but you don't see, you know, Manning, Brady. Uh, I don't know who else you want to put in that category anymore because everybody runs. But you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and so Mahomes, like you said, under fire from. The front four. If you take a... And what's the one thing that um, you can't do to Brady? Uh, you know, if, if you're Brady, you don't want to be pressured. Right. Right? So, I, one thing I remember was the Romo report at the beginning of the broadcast. And I think it said three things. It said motion, screen, play action. And, and that's the, the best way to be, you know... Getting potential uh, pressure, you you motion. Run, you got to run the ball, right? You, you got to run too. But if you mo- for in the past game, if you motion, you screen, and you go play action, you can survive pressure. You got to run the ball enough. I don't. I don't mean they run the ball forty times. Well, right. if they if they need to, they need to. But and where was Tyree Kill doing his usual run around the backfield and McCole Hardman doing their twirls and dances, you know, in motion and sprinting back and forth, back and forth. There's none of that. It was like you said. Let's just line up, and uh, you know, let's let's make something happen in the backyard. But let's give credit to Todd Bowles too for coming up with. You know, did he come up with a great game plan? Because it seems like everyone that we're saying, yes, let's give credit to him. But it sounds like they're just playing. Uh, you know, twenty-two man the entire game. Didn't I tell you before this? <laughs> Didn't I tell you in seven minutes on the last one? This is what they're gonna do. They're gonna rush four, and they're gonna drop everyone else. Yeah. And they're going to double Tyree Kill and be like Tyree Kills. They're not going to let. They're not going to let the Chiefs pick up sixty yards like that. Can they're we gonna, can we credit the two linebackers for covering Kelsey too? Yeah, that was great. They, they're exceptional. That that was the other thing I felt comfortable with was they're not going to let Tyree or uh, Kelsey eat them alive. I know once again you're going to look at the box score and say Kelsey had over hundred yards. They're all meaningless. Mm-hmm. Did he make one impact play? Was there anything where you're like, oh my god, Travis Kelsey had to have it? The one play he had to have, he dropped it. The drop, yeah. Right. You know, running around, screaming, hoot hollering, all that crap, dancing around, and all of a sudden, the tight end on the other side made some pretty big catches. He did, yeah. You know, people say he's washed, and Kelsey's obviously they're the same age. You know, one is now, you know, you're right. <laughs> and, and one thing that uh, <laughs> one was a lot more uh, that that our friend of the show Joe Snowsa will always say is, you know, Brayden doesn't make that exceptional play or that exceptional throw. I'll tell you what, and Zolak would agree with me. That second touchdown to Gronk, that was pretty sweet. Was really it was a 17, it was from the 17 yard line, but I think Brady was probably back at the 25, and he threw just a dart. Right. That had some that had some mustard on it to Gronkowski, who, by the way, you talk about being washed up. I think he was running a, a corner out, but then he breaks off it and comes back in. 
That's why they had. That's why he brought Gronk. <laughs> yeah, he knew where he was going to be. Yeah, he knew where he was going to be, and that was that was something sweet. Um, but you know, I, I'm sure everyone's probably heard this by now. Get the people who scored touchdowns in that Super Bowl. That was the Brady bunch. That was Gronkowski twice. That was Antonio Brown, which I think the dagger was. Right. And then really the true dagger was the, was the Leonard Fournette. Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously. Right. I, mean, I made it three scores, and it was like, okay, now now the, the front seven, uh, really the front four for um, Tampa can tee off. But it felt like every single play Shaq Barrett was in the backfield. Mm-hmm. And Pierre Paul, for that matter. And there were times where I thought Sue was literally going to, like, eat in the homes. You know, I thought I was going to see, like, a throwback, Nadamik and Sue, like, just, like, step on the guy. Because they were, he was just shoving them. How many sacks did Shaq Barrett get? I don't know. Was it one in just, like, a, a ton of pressures? Because he, yeah, I think he could have had three. There were, right? They, there were, it felt like there was a lot more pressure than, you, you know, obviously. Belichick will say this. There's, there's more to pressure than just sacks, right? Look at how many plays there were where Mahomes was spinning around making these crazy throws and yeah. he was about to get killed. You know what I mean? Um, well, remember the one, um, it kind of reminded me of Brady in the 2015 AFC Championship game. The one where he was being brought down and spinning and then he unloads it. Yeah. Right? You remember that? That was, uh, I think, for Brady, it was right before he hit the clock, fourth and 10, mm-hmm. uh, to get it away and not get sacked. Uh, whereas. Mahomes, he actually got it away. Who is the guy in the back of the end zone who was diving for it with one hand? Was it Pringle? It might have been Pringle, and on the broadcast, it looked like he came down. I thought it was I think he trapped it. I don't think yeah. he even. Uh, no, it went off the. Uh, the, the, the but, yeah. Um, you know, like the, I felt bad for Mahomes because he was running. At the end of that game, he was getting crushed. Yeah. And it was awesome. Mm. And my favorite part of the game was still Antoine Winfield Jr. Doing the deuces. Yep. That was, I love that. That was to Tyreek Hill. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think Brady, right, the 43-year-old going to a new team, means two things for this league. Um, one, if you're a team that's almost ready, you say to yourself, well, do we draft the young guy or do we maybe sign like the Matthew Stepp? That That's what the Rams did. The Rams chose... The Brady route, they said, we're close. Why don't we go get the guy, the Matthew Stafford who's been around? And Brady is proving maybe you should go get the guy instead of draft the guy. So leave the Patriots out of this for one second. Who yeah. who just completely botched that this past year? Other than the Patriots. Uh, oh, the, the, the Colts. Yeah, they yeah. went the Brady route too, and they got the wrong guy. <laughs> How much was the, the, the Rivers getting made? 25. I think it was for one year, but still. Yeah. They, I do. If Brady was on that team, do you think they would have been a Super Bowl team? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I do. Yeah. In a dome, dude. Yeah. Well, a dome that can. Retract oh, I would the roof. not. Uh, that that would like obviously I'm not happy Brady left, but that if that would have been do, arcade ball. If this season wasn't arcade ball as it is, that would have been arcade ball. That would be chaos. Yeah. Yeah. I would not be happy. And then the other implication, um, I think. And I, I know my dad is a, a proponent of this. He says, you know, the league has changed. It's not a drop-back passer game anymore. And I say that, I say, if you're a drop-back passer but don't have the knowledge. I think if you're a drop-back passer, 
pocket passer, you need to have more knowledge than, let's say, a, a guy who can scramble around and make things happen. Right. But he's saying, you know, you need to have the guy who has the legs. I don't think you need to have the guy with legs. I think as long as you have, for example, I think Andrew Luck, so smart, and he's out of the league, unfortunately. I think the way that he could intellectualize the game and throw it physically, I don't think he needs to run. I don't think Aaron Rodgers needs to run. No. I don't think... Russell Wilson doesn't need. Right? He doesn't need to run. Sean Watson doesn't run as much as I think he He doesn't need to run either. You know? But, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. The same way. Yeah. And I think where running does help you, and I'll admit it, is extending plays. You know, if you have a free runner, you know... We'll take the Bills first. Mahomes was doing that early in the game, too. Right. But, you know, I think... Because my dad, you know, if you have Josh Allen, you're a Bills fan, free runner, he's scrambling right. Josh Allen's so dangerous. He extends the play to five, six seconds. And I say where... He's like, and he says, Brady can't do that. And I say, you know what Brady can do, though? He He will check you... Well, he can win, (laughs) first of all. But he will likely not even let that happen. He'll check into another play. Right. And he has 20 years, 21 years of experience and knowledge to say, you know, I'm going to get the right answer. And I remember week 12 after the Kansas City loss, I'm saying they figured something out. And I, they're 7-5 yeah, failure. Arians just said, I'm not going to coach anymore. Right. But they're 7-5 <laughs> failure. What was the issue against their losses? Against New Orleans twice, against the Bears, against the Rams. Uh, who am I missing now? They didn't protect Brady. Right. They didn't protect Brady. And their answer, they didn't have an answer to a blitz or to getting pressure with four. It was like they were spread out five wide every single play. I'm like, they're going to get Brady killed. And then Brady's under center taking seven-step drops. I'm like, this is horrible. And then you see in the second half against Kansas City. And I'm like, they ran the ball. But then they're also like, they're slipping Godwin out into the flat when they see a blitz. So the blitz comes off the left side. Well, guess who's going to run right to where the blitz came from? It That's exactly like, how you answer it. With like the Patriots offense. Right. It made it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. So bottom line, I think, you know, if you're a team that's close, this proves that you can, you know, you can find your guy and it doesn't need to be the the young buck, Patrick Mahomes guy that you get in the draft. And second, the the days of the pocket passer aren't dead yet. They're not. Well, yeah. It's not like they're I, coming up with brand new defensive schemes that are making you I'm making pocket passers, uh, you know, extinct. I'm just trying to think, though. All the quarterbacks that are coming out all can run, except for who's the uh, the blob in Alabama? Mac Jones. Yes. The, Do you think it's just because they're training them to run more? Body by KFC. I don't know. Like, if Brady, was, like if, if Brady was in college now, I and think they're, they're you know, running him. Yeah. You know, Pete Manning not. Um, but that was never even emphasized Philip ever back then. No. Well, no. Um, I, like, can you think of anybody else in the league who's like them that's not over 35? No. I mean, like, you, you, we've seen the, the offensive uh, rookie of the year. Herbert's making plays, running left, throwing yeah. back. You know, all these guys can run it, yeah. you know. Um I'm, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to crane my mind. I still I still say that that's a uh, more of a curse. And if you're a fan, if you're a fan of Josh Allen, I'd be still terrified because he's still a rockhead. 
And I just remember him getting lit up by John Jones trying to run all over the place. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that but, puts your poor, that definitely puts your quarterback in a lot worse position. Also, Mahomes should probably learn how to uh, throw the ball away a little quicker, too. That's true. Because he got killed. Well, with Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs really turned that team around. By the way, I listened to an interview of Stephon Diggs. Brian guess who? Gable. Yeah. Him, him, too. But guess, um, guess who Stephon Diggs' favorite player is in the NFL? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. How funny is that? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does, and they play each other next year, and they play New England next year. True. So, but back to Super Bowl 55, um, one of my favorite parts of the entire game. Also, the soundbite of uh, Matthew and Brady chirping each other at the I have never seen Brady sprint over to a player to engage and talk like that. Like, ever. This, the, for, the beef that he has with Chris Jones and Tyron Matthew, I have no idea what that was. Do you have any idea what it could possibly be? Tyron Matthew tweeted saying, you know, Brady called me something, but then deleted the tweet. What could this be? Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe called his white Honey Nut Cheerios or something. Go yeah. Go look that up on Urban Dictionary. Um, I don't know. It was great, though. Brady was just running right, you know, uh, Matthews pointing or whatever, saying whatever, and Brady came in and gave it right back to him. Yeah. And Brady's... What was that point right into his eye like that? Get your finger out of his face. There's probably something about uh, the, the penalties, because Matthew was losing his mind about yeah. that. Yeah. And then did you see the offensive lineman came over to Brady on the side and was like, what was that? And I think I read Brady's lips, but it looked like he said, I just hate him. Talking about Matthew. Which is funny. Matthew's kind of got that Ed Reed type player. I I liked Matthew, dude, but I think this interaction I'm forced to now not like Matthew. I liked him. I'll I, be honest. I still want him on my team. Yeah, he's a he's an awesome player. And then the other my my other favorite part of the game, uh, minute thirty and change uh, to go in the fourth quarter. Brady walks into the huddle, claps, and then looks at them all in the huddle. And he's like, "Let's go." Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I've watched that a, a trillion times, and I'm just like, he is jacked up. And for some reason, didn't it was 31 to 9 in the fourth quarter, and Brady wasn't smiling until I think Byron Leftwich came over to him with about two minutes left, and then he started to smile. Isn't that kind of funny? Yeah, because he's got his game face on. He almost looked sad for a while. I just like Tyree Kill getting dunked on. That was fun. Did Hill do anything that game? Like, did, no. he, did he really? He caught a couple, like, 20-yard slants. Huh. The one to get them out of the end zone, and then the one at the very end. Oh, also, did Sammy Watkins play? I think I saw him catch He did, one yeah, because I remember he was lined up against Carlton Davis. I was like, who, where is he? Also, Beth Bell wasn't out there. Mm-hmm. He might have been hurt. I was going to say, this is a huge game for the Steelers fans out there, too. Yeah. Jaguars fans, Steelers fans, Patriots fans, all having a miserable day. Yeah. But, um... What do you think of, um... You know, we make fun of Kraft sometimes for his uh, speeches that he gives and how he sounds drunk sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) And now we got to go to Houston and, uh... Win one more... And then you're like, what the hell was that? But yeah, yeah, Mr. Kraft, yeah. And then it kind of makes you appreciate Mr. Kraft because he's awesome. Bob. And then, yeah, Bob Kraft. Joel Glazer, dude, sucks. 
he sucks. I don't like this. Oh yeah, no, no, no. That no. was he's like first. See, that's why you know God, you know God bless our healthcare workers, but the first people he's like, you know, he's like, thank you our healthcare workers, and then thank you to other owners, and thank you to whoever. And then like the 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 fifth and sixth people he finally thanked was Brady and like then the other players and coaches. Yeah, and, like, well, like, like you like rattled off this... four people before <laughs> you named. The coaches and players who won you the Super Bowl. I'm like, I like how he named Brady and then everybody else on the team. Though. He's like, we found our guy. Ten Super Bowl appearances. Um, yeah, no, I liked how he named Brady and then everybody else. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I also feels weird though with Tampa. I guess you can just say like, doesn't matter where he went. Go to Jacksonville for all you care. But you know, if you went to like Chicago, yeah. one there, wouldn't that have a little bit more meaning? You know what I mean? Because Chicago, because people give a damn. Yeah. It's not a... I think this has a lot of meaning because, you know, you go to the sucking ears. They're the worst. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That, that definitely says so. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, the profile. Maybe he's in L.A. Or if you play for the 49ers. The four, well, you know. Think about this. 30. What do you don't think? It? How, how many teams said, said no to break? I, I'm pretty sure it was just Tampa Bay at the end who wanted him, right? Right. Isn't that scary? Yeah. How the hell does that happen? I don't know. Um, so, I mean, we could go down the line and say, you know, which teams would, for the next year, let's just focus on next year, would say, yeah, we'll take Brady for that year. Just this year. How about this year? Yeah, just this year. Whatever it is. So, we'll, I, we'll, I, scratch, I think, we'll scratch Green Bay, Houston, Kansas City off the list. That's fair. I think everyone else would Seattle. We'll take Seattle off the list. I guess because they, I mean, have an emotional connection to those guys. Seattle, you take off the list. Arizona, you'd be like, we got our guy. Um, no, but just for just for the year, you you can just make a one year trade, no, like no, we did in no, fantasy football. No. Those two week trades. Well, that's different because I that you get Brady for twenty twenty one, and then you can get Kyler Murray back. No, we're just assuming that you for one year this year. Quarterback position, upgrading him. You either get Brady or you get Kyler Murray for the next 10 years. You can't have both. You can't be like, oh, we're going to have Brady and then Kyler Murray. The, the Bears. You don't think the Bears would have liked Brady? Yeah. The Colts. Um, let's see who else. San Francisco. San Fran, obviously. Um, the Rams. The Rams. You don't think Brady on the Rams would have been a Super Bowl team? Chargers. Well, mm. No. Chargers, no. How about Miami? How about Miami? Miami, yeah. yeah. Um... Colts, Miami, yeah. Uh, Tennessee. I don't know if Dan L, but yeah. Ryan Dan L. Uh, Minnesota. Denver. Denver. Yeah. Denver would have been good. Yeah, Minnesota. Um, Detroit. What would Tom Brady do with the Detroit team? I think it's still suck. It's Detroit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's Detroit. That would um, be terrible. Obviously, New England. Yeah. The sad part is I don't think they'd be in a Super Bowl, though. They wouldn't be. The roster sucks. Um, Maybe the next one or the next one. Mm, yeah, no, obviously. I think it's just... <sighs> there are a lot of teams. There are a lot of teams that have young options like Kyler Murray or, or Herbert or, um, you know, Deshaun Watson or what have you. And then there's the teams like uh, Green Bay and Kansas City who you're like, all right, we're going to stick with our guy. Yeah. You know? But for everyone else... Anybody who has kind of that middling quarterback, like Kirk Cousins or Garoppolo or below, it's like, woo, you know, telling me you couldn't have put together a roster with Brady for a year. Yeah. And, and, and I'll say this about Brady. 
to, to sum it up. You know, we're talking about all these teams that passed on him, okay, this past year. And, and Tampa was the only one, that I think, at the end that wanted him. Right. So it's he's such a unique person, I think, big picture, because of his mix of internal and external motivation. Okay, because there's a fire within him that's always burning to become, you know, the best and, you know, keep improving. But then you also take a look at the external factors, like when no one believes in him, like that gives him such an extra drive, like and really takes him to a gear that surpasses him past everyone, you know, that he'll wake up at 4.30 in the morning, um, you know, to do all these crazy things and take care of his body and to work out. And so, you know, whether it's people doubting him and being picked 199 or in 2014 when they drafted his heir, you know, and like you said, he moved back from Los Angeles to uh, Brooklyn. That's the best move Belichick made. Yeah. And, you know, Brady was great before 2014, but he kicked it into a hyperdrive, age 37 on. Because of that, it just sparks him. And then 2020 offseason... So Belichick was responsible for the Super Bowl. He might be, you know. <laughs> and then the 2020 offseason, no one wants him besides Tampa. And then it's like he goes on a mission all year long. By the way, with limit, with the COVID offseason, and you remember he's getting kicked out of parks uh, in Tampa, Florida with his he's teammates. Florida, he's a right? Florida man. Right? Yeah, which is absolutely insane. And honestly, you take a look at just the motivation and drive that he has. You know, he's... Prior to this Sunday, he'd won six. You'd think that's, you know, satisfactory for anyone, you know. Even after he won five. Even four, whatever it or is. Or three. Or three. But what's driving him to just keep going and going? And now he says he's coming back next year too. And the way that his contracts worked out, when he signed it, it seemed like he wanted to play beyond that one too because he, he made a no franchise tag at the end of 2021. You know, and if you're just going to retire anyways at the end of that, why include that in there? Okay. I remember Schefter reported he wants to keep playing past that. But isn't it just, you know, if you sit back and think uh, uh, with every athlete out there, uh, you say the greatest winner, but I don't know anyone where you can put him on that team and then say, you know, I believe everyone believes that they have a chance. That defense got better, you know. Because they all believed. Michael Jordan. Right? Well, prime, but that was di- that's different. He was, it, I was prime on the Wizards. Ten Super Bowls. Ten Super Bowl appearances out of 21 seasons. That's that's not normal. And I, and I keep telling really everyone this. 19. Yeah. It's really only 19. I keep telling everyone this. This is so not normal. And it'll never happen again. I'm, pre- I'm, I'm very, very positive. Well, it we might won. happen again next year. Yeah, yeah for him. <laughs> But to, for what Tom Brady does, that will never happen again. I remember a, a week and a half ago, we were watching the Brady Six here. You know? The, just the way his mind works. It's not normal. I'm just impressed with the fact that every single uh, um, kind of challenger to him, if you want to put it like that, whether it's Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Holmes. Yeah. Right? Those, are the, those have been the three best quarterbacks throughout um, – the course of his career. Would you agree? Those yeah. Are the kind of the, the, you want to split it up. Pete Manning for the first 10 years of his career, probably the, the, the most comparable player. Uh, Aaron Rodgers for the next five to six years. I think he had a couple, he had a Super Bowl and a couple MVPs yeah. in there. And then Mahomes these last few years. 
and every single time he has shown up best of them. They might have years. There's, there might have been years you might disagree. There might have been years where Manning was better than Brady. Yeah. Or Rogers was. Or Mahomes was. Maybe the last few years. But Brady ends up on top. No yeah. matter what. No matter what. It's literally like the default option. And it's kind of weird because the, the quarterbacks who've been able to have a decent way against them have been like Eli Manning, Joe Flacco, the mediocre ones. Yeah. Right? But even like Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, um, trying to think who else. You know, Drew Brees just kind of, I mean, Drew Brees is one against them, but it's still like Brees can't compare to him. Yeah. He's owned Roethlisberger. He's owned Rivers. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, like, you know, Deshaun Watson's not even close to him. Russell Wilson, he beat him in the Super Bowl. It's just kind of like everybody else is under him. There's no one you can say, okay, he's better than Brady at X. Right. He has more, like, statistically, he's comparable with the Rodgers, Manning, Breeze. Yep. And he's winning at a clip that's greater than all of them. And you know what's funny and scary, too? And you do, you can't argue. <laughs> like, if yeah. people, argue, people try to argue after the 28-3 game, you, they'd be done, you know. You can't do it now. Think about how many people he's outlasting, too, like you mentioned. You know, Manning, Manning drafted only two years before him. Breeze, outlasted. Manning, Breeze, Breeze, Rivers. Luck. I mean, luck. He's going to, you know, Rock, that, that was supposed Rock. to be the passing of the torch, the 2014 AFC Championship game. Roethlisberger. Was he's going to outlast Roethlisberger. Rivers. Rivers. Um, and I remember, and here's one thing. Grossman. You know, yeah. You know, I was talking, this was probably, this was before I even started at BU. And I'm talking about that. I'm like, you know, Brady's going to, Brady's going to play all throughout my college career. You know, he's, he's going to, I'm going to graduate, Brady's going to still be playing. It's like, no way, no way. You know, and then when Brady was 37 and, and they were talking about him being benched in 2014, I'm like, you, you remember, I think I mentioned this before, you go on Instagram and the NFL is like, which quarterback would you want for the ten, next 10 years? I'll, you know, I'd pick Brady and everyone at 37 would be like, you're so stupid. You know, honestly, next 10 years, you take that, you take, because he's at 43 right now. So he's done six, those six years, you know, he could retire now and you'd be like, yeah, I'd take those six years, even if it's not 10. I'm telling you. There's three Super Bowl MVPs in there. You know, watching, would you, would you put the bank on Aaron Rodgers out, like making it past Brady? Like outlasting him, I wouldn't. I give Brady, I give Brady a run for outlasting Aaron Rodgers too, which is absurd. But sometimes, you know, you try and think. Eli Rodgers looked pretty damn good this year. He did, okay. But, <laughs> kind of, but Brady, was, Brady won the Super Bowl. He won the Super Bowl MVP, and so you you can't just always say, "Well, he's getting old." Okay, show me what you see that makes you think that he's not playing as well. Like the the thing with Breeze, and we talked about it, is his arm strength was just shot. And teams like you could see defensively, they didn't respect the any sort of deep shots anymore. Correct. Um, Peyton Manning obviously his arm shot was too. It's kind of you know consistent theme that these quarterbacks as they get older their arm strength diminishes. I don't like like Breeze still has you know ninety five percent of you know his fastball. You remember the Tom versus time. And yeah. they're a radar gun in him. Well, that's, sixty-one. Uh, is that fast? I don't know. That's that's fast. Mahomes, when he was like on NFL Network one time, did sixty-one. Josh Allen does sixty-one. Yeah. 
the rocket arm. Yeah. Yeah. Brady Armstrong never will never be a problem. A, a, a gigantic. He won't say he's a Brady hater, but he is. Chris Sims will even admit Brady the way he throws. He'll be able to throw physically for the rest of his life. It's not like his arm will ever deteriorate no, like Manning a, or Brady or Manning or Breeze or Rivers. Barring any sort of Manning, to be fair, had a major neck injury. Like right. we're gonna it, like that. That obviously, like he said, he was like, "Yeah, I couldn't feel like the the tips of my fingers toward the end." I mean, you tell me because so you, you were watching football longer than I was. Was was Manning's arm like you know the, some of the throws that Brady makes over the middle, and you're like, "Holy shit, that was a rocket!" Was Manning throwing it at that velocity? Ah, uh, he was pretty damn good. <laughs> he, was, he was when he when he was on, he was on. Um, I might just not see it because. The, his spirals never as tight, right? And he had a kind of a different motion. He looked yeah. kind of funky. He was yeah. a little more athletic than Brady was too, if, if you don't remember. Yeah, he was, it was a lot, definitely more mobile. Not gonna. Well, say he was textbook. Manning was completely textbook. Well, yeah. And I guess Brady is like for your body composition textbook, right? Manning is what you you buy the textbook at the store, and he, he's like, all right, I'm doing that. Brady's like. You know, I'm doing what the motion that makes the most, you know, physics sense for my body, you know, and that's, you know, that, that's truly incredible. So congratulations to Brady for number seven. And, you know, this team, Bruce Arian said today to Godwin and to Levante David, he said, you know, your asses are staying here. Okay. Mm-hmm. That entire secondary is staying there. Yes. Evans is staying. Gronkowski, you assume you can sign him. He wants to, if he, if Gronk wants to play, the only team he wants to play for is Brady's team. Antonio Brown, he's the same deal. The only team he wants to play for is Brady. So, some of those guys are getting older though. Gronk, AB. Antonio Brown looks like, like completely the same. The fact is, he's just not getting the targets. Brady could feed him 140 targets and he'll put up the numbers that he did in Pittsburgh. Yeah, maybe. Um, no, well, we'll I, see because if Godwin walks, Antonio's you know targets are going to be really fun for where Godwin should go. <laughs> no. No. He should. And they get Garoppolo. Yeah, give me Edelman. I'll give you White too. Is Amendola a free agent? He's also, he's also up there, too. Like I, you know what's funny, though? Those... Amendola is, like, more productive than Edelman right now. Oh, yeah. Like and I, physically, he's not going to... Amendola no, looks like he's I, held up very well. I don't trust those small slot receivers. I don't trust Antonio Brown to hold up, physically I or do. mentally. <laughs> well... Do you trust him to hold... Physically, I mean, yes. <sighs> yes, exactly. He's, he's a bigger wild card than those. Yeah. Um, no, if he behaved himself all season long. Would you have thought that when he came here in, in you, week eight or nine? I would. If I'm the Bucks, I'd just be like, "Hey, just Scotty Miller," <laughs> you know. But um, anyways, is there? Or should we have our closing thoughts? Closing thoughts. Like I said before, it doesn't look like Brady's done. It doesn't look like he's nearly done. I wouldn't be surprised if you know after 2021. Or, or even in, would you be surprised if this offseason he restructured, got an extra year, reduced the money he takes? Nope. I wouldn't be surprised. Nope. My, uh, my, my. Good job by the GM. My light, too. final takeaway 
Andy Reid, okay coach, pretty bad father. <laughs> Should we read Matt's tweet to the Mahomes family? <laughs> or no? I can just recap it. Where Where is it? Hold on. Fill time. Twitter world, hold up. Yes, no. I don't know if I got any publicity from this. I, I think that uh, I have it under my notifications. Uh, here we go. So, Brittany Matthews, uh, Patrick Mahomes' girlfriend, fiance, wife. Me, I'll read it right here. So, should we just read the thread first? Um, so, ESPN, first of all, said, In honor of Super Bowl 55, Twitter is celebrating Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. Tweet any of these hashtags for the baby goat versus big goat emoji. And then some girl, actually called that girl, said, I'd like to go on record and say that I think it's corny y'all calling a grown man a baby goat. And I hope you eat your words tomorrow. Thank you. That is all. Brittany Matthews said, couldn't agree more. And so I'm a very generous person. So I see this and I say to Matt, I say, Matt, I'll let you take the first stab at this. To which Matt says... Uh, best performance of the night was Jackson Mahomes deep-throating a Keynes, Texas totes like it wasn't his first rodeo. Hashtag run it back. And for those of you who don't understand the Keynes reference, go, just go to Jackson Mahomes' TikTok. He's like, he's dancing around holding canes and whatever. It's very phallic. Right. <laughs> right. All right. So that's, that's closing thoughts on Super Bowl 55. Today, Wednesday, by the time you're listening to this, probably Thursday, um, they, Tampa Bay had their Super Bowl parade, and it was on boats, and it was a banger. Brady was drunk Was drunk and made some news-worthy plays. First of all, I don't know how heavy the Lombardi Trophy is. Have you ever held it? No, not yet. Any idea how heavy it is? Matt Patricia said it's top heavy. Hold it at the top. Well, you know, it's probably top heavy. I don't think it's that heavy, though. I think it's probably no more than probably 15 pounds. Right. But okay. Brady is on his new $2 million boat uh, for the parade. Yeah. And he's thrown it to the party boat, the Gronk boat, and the Brait boat. I think Brait was on it. That's a fun boat. Brait was on the receiving end, That's I think, of the catch. And Brady is literally throwing the trophy between boats. Um, you can hear Vivi in the background saying, no, daddy, no. Um, but Brady probably didn't understand any of what was going on. And he he's, got like, that avocado tequila. he's like, let me throw this anyway. He throws the trophy, which spins midair. And it, but it's caught. And I'm like, oh, could you imagine? You're on a boat. So, you know, there might be water in your hand, spilled beer, whatever it is. Imagine that trophy just slips and bangs right into your head. There'd be another dancing crime. <laughs> yeah, there'd be another dead. Um, that was hilarious. I love that. They looked like they're having a fun time. And then the video came out of Brady being, who was he being held up by? Was it, uh, who's his face? Um, the, the Gabbard? No, somebody. Might have been the Gabbard. Uh, but that was awesome. As he was getting off the boat, he was sloshed big time. But he earned it. I said it when I saw him. Like, you know what? He earned this. He's turning into a Florida man, though. Yeah. He's, but think about this, dude. One. You know, he probably never drinks, and then he does. I don't during the according, during the season. According to sources, he gets after it. Maybe you ever see him? You saw maybe him. if there's a winter storm in Buffalo. Who, who's he on Letterman or whatever? He put back that beer. Yeah, but during the season, I don't think he ever drinks. I don't know. I feel like I've heard. I don't know. Anyways, well, it hit him hard, but good for him. Yes, good for him. Yeah. 
Anyways, until next time. I think until next time. Until next time. We might have a guest on next time. I have, oh, Matt, Matt Allen's going to be on. Mm-hmm. Right Matt, for Thanksgiving. Oh, my God, yes. Or for, for Valentine's yeah. Day. Because, <laughs> well, you know, I think by next episode, um, well, we won't reveal what you're, you said before the show started, I won't repeat it. You said you were the pro bowl or all pro at doing something. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame at doing something. <laughs> we'll reveal it next show because I think by the time next show. No, we won't. <laughs> no, we won't. Well, your plan will, we'll, we'll talk about it off air. Your plan will come to fruition by the end of next week. I'm weekend. intrigued at the, the goings on of uh, this weekend. Ew. <laughs> All right. Well, goodbye, kids. Toodle